0: Bang. <laughs> it's the KSR Football Podcast presented by our friends at Justice Dental. Why did I do that? I don't know. We're a little bloopy. It's been a long few days here at SEC Media Days in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, bang! I, I I really, really have no idea where that came from. Um, I don't know where I came from, where I went, but I do know that you should go Cotton Eye Joe to Justice Dental if you're looking for a dentist in Central Because You go there, and, and the thing is, is like you ever have problems sometimes you gotta go all over town and all these specialists and they're the specialists they do it all one-stop shop all your dental needs
1: and i'll tell you one more thing they do well they um customer service you know, a lot of times you got your appointment but you get somewhere and you still wait every time walk right back already waiting in and out love just
0: two locations on either side of town wellington blazer very convenient justicedental.com book your appointment today Maybe not right now, but I think you can right now. I like think you can at 10 o'clock at night. I got one in a few weeks. to yeah. so see you there. Is this technically do yes? Does sound
1: okay here, Steven? Let's just produce a lot. Are we good here? Let's yeah. This, okay, yeah. Sure. It's a little echoey, do, but all right, we're good. Roll. Should I give
0: him that? Yeah, we're all right. are, we, are we good? All right, we're, we're, yeah. uh, we're setting the tone right now. This is going to get weird, folks. Like, there's, <laughs> there's, no, there's no way around it. It's it, it's after dark. and It's natural after dark. And things get weird after dark. We learned that last night with uh, Luckett's new best friend, Dari Noka, and uh, my new best friend, T-Bop. Um,
2: you would know about this if you're on KS Board. Yeah, yeah, now. yeah.
0: KS Board, KS Board is great hard. for like sliding in some nuggets while you're at the establishment. Yes. That, that's a that's a fun time. We've had a lot of fun down here. Um, work hard, play hard. Um,
1: we have a question for, for Adam off the, off the bat. How oh, many $15 draft Bud Lights have you consumed? Ooh, $15 Bud Lights, how many?
0: Plenty. The, that bar wasn't that expensive last time. Like I, when I got the tab, I was like, you know what? <laughs> this could have been worse. Uh,
1: good.
2: For you. You must have had some sneaky water snuck in there. Well, I did.
0: When T. Bob, I'm going to mention T. Bob. Not a lot of people know him around here. He's Louisiana guy. And I've got a lot of juice. Drew's got a lot of juice. This dude makes us look like. Um, Johnny Library. He
1: made me feel this big. He had so much energy. The room was completely, not the room, the bar, the whole yeah. two-story bar was his. I mean, he was,
0: cowboy hat and Crocs, shirt unbuttoned to here, just cutting a rug, dancing.
1: I like the uh, the beer bottle fiddle. He would not stop oh, playing. Oh, for Devil We in Georgia. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, so naturally somebody was like, man, can I just wear your cowboy hat for a minute? And he, was, he said, no. Obviously, it gives him the superpowers, but eventually he obliged and they ended up list of shots and that might have um might have been why my voice wasn't working 10 hours ago um but we're still working we did work um we we worked hard because kentucky it was kentucky day here at sec media days they got here early and i was worried because there were storms that canceled the concert last night that canceled sec nation and kentucky had to fly through them and freddie you know how in these events they they get on the small little plane they fly in You've been on some aircraft before. Have you ever been on a little plane or something like that in a storm?
3: Yeah, I have, uh, coming back from Pennsylvania once. It was so bad that uh, my boy Jerry Bell closed his eyes and started doing Catholic stuff, <laughs> Yeah, and it was rough. But, yeah, it's scary when you're on those little ones and bounce around like that.
0: R.P. the house. But that – the – the Slack said that she screamed multiple times, like, which was like, huh? Like – that's how bad it was. So, but they made it, thankfully. Um, I, I, don't, I, I would be scared off of planes for a while if that were me, though. I'm just not,
1: These guys are already nervous coming to their first media day. They're trying to think about what they're going to say, and now they're having to deal with turbulence on the way to Nashville the whole way. And there were some awful storms here. I think we have more tomorrow, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. So stay safe out there. We know people in western Kentucky. There was a lot of bad yeah, floating. So hopefully you all are all doing fine now. Uh, we have been kind of in our own little bubble in this hotel. It's very bizarre. I mean, I, I, you've explained it some, Drew, but why don't you explain it some more? Because this is your first SEC Media Days ever. So maybe you can give a lay of the land to just how different this is for somebody who's never been before.
1: You want a uh, specifics of the beautiful Chaos House? We're just gonna start there. Is that what you were going for? or the media days. Like the media. You started with house and went media days. So I'm just media days, I was very overwhelmed, everyone. I'm not someone that gets overwhelmed. But you walk in and people are just doing interviews where they want to do interviews. You're walking through live TV shots, awesome. and there's just chaos everywhere. And for me, being my first time, I don't know, I mean, I know of all of these people, but I haven't met of the people that were there. So I'm walking in like, oh my goodness, there's Andy Staples, there's Paul Feinbaum, there's so-and-so. And And it's like I know everyone, but don't know everyone. So it took me several hours just to kind of get settled in and figure out what was going on, because it is just chaotic on that radio row. There's no order. It's like, hey, we're going to do an interview right here in the middle of the room, and everyone else deal with it, and you just kind of got to navigate around everyone.
0: And then they're going to wheel out the coffee, and then they're going to wheel out the snacks, and then when the snacks come, it's like flies on crap you know like i mean they're just flocking to it and it's gone just like that
1: let's not gloss over snack time these are adults (laughs) these are adults and i love snacks but we have every day a scheduled snack i haven't had that since kindergarten
2: you should be at the combine when they run out of diet coke yeah but i've
1: never seen on the itinerary guys we're all gonna break and snack (laughs) It's on there every day for an hour. We have snack break. I, I don't know that I've had that since a toddler, and this isn't a complaint, I love it. Free hot dogs. Oh,
0: the, the, I had a cupcake today. The I say I, I the candy bars, bars. Freddie, Wait, do we need to, or does that need to say a secret? Oh, what? I mean, Freddie brought the whole snack bar back to the house, okay. right?
1: Well, it, it's part
0: of it. Just some of it, some of it.
1: 85%. Of it. Yeah, yeah. He had a Kroger shopping cart leaving SEC media days full of hot dogs. The the
0: thing is though is like, some of the snacks aren't as good as Kroger snacks, though, right? Like they can't be. I mean, um, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of trying to healthy snack. So I get the uh, Simply Truth hummus, and Freddie the Kroger hummus is better than the name brand. They put this little. This green stuff on it. It's one of those spices. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Oregano or <laughs> basil. Or I don't know what it is, but it, it's phenomenal. It's my, it's my favorite.
3: Yeah, I brought six, uh, I call them fizzy waters. What are the, oh, seltzers the, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Kroger brand, and I'm out. And I normally have five every evening. So oh, I cool. cannot wait to get back to uh, Louisville to go to the Middletown Kroger to get some more waters. Middletown Kroger, where I will be Friday nice. at 8 a.m. Come oh, see me,
1: yeah. Come see
0: about it. Yeah. The Middletown Kroger, you know, that's where they make the garland of roses Freddie for the Derby.
3: Yeah, that's gonna be nice. It's, Can't wait.
1: Yeah, um, I brought a case of Kroger waters, yes, thinking that lasts us a week. Now no. one night on Broadway, I wake up, they're just scrunched <laughs> bottles yeah. everywhere. And we just sucked all these down. We need yeah. more water. Yeah.
3: Um, and my Kroger popcorn was gone too. Who did that? I don't know. That, that wasn't me. me. That might have been me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, but it's, it's so good, and it's not even like the big bag where you feel bad about eating it all. It's like the right, just just right, the Goldilocks. Exactly, and that's what Kroger is. It's the best. If you haven't downloaded the app, like because that's where it is now. Everybody's got a Kroger card, but your Kroger card is on your Kroger app, and you can get your groceries delivered. You can do the pickup. The pickup's cool. The ClickList. Oh, I live on ClickList. I'm just, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big digital ads guy, Freddie. You know, you gotta. The, the digital deals are outrageous sometimes. I can't, I don't know how they're doing it.
3: Well, uh, that might be a little bit too far for me to go. I like to go to my Versailles Kroger at mm-hmm. least three times a day. I go in the morning for my coffee mm-hmm. and then uh, I go a couple times a day just to pick this or that up. And Ellie sends me a couple times. So uh, I love going there to friendly people. Chuck's the manager there, great guy. Oh. So Your yeah. first name basis with Chuck. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, you talk about Kroger and, and community and hometown. That's what it means to me in Versailles. That's, that's my spot.
0: I got to ask about the new carts. Do they have cup holders for the coffee? Yes, oh. yeah. Oh,
3: oh that's yeah. Yeah. I didn't know about yeah. this. That. Yeah. Yeah. that is a big So I, I went in there last oh. week and it was like Christmas. All the carts, old carts were gone. And there were these new fancy ones. And they're like spaceships. They're so nice, man. So
1: <laughs> I know we're here to we're talk ball, but as a former Kroger employee, I once held the Madisonville Kroger record for most carts pushed in from the parking lot. I mean, it took several people to line it up, and it was all I had. I think it was like seventy six carts. So you were like pushing the sled. Oh yeah, I mean, I couldn't steer it, but right, I mean, it right. got it moving. It was it was it was a record at the time. I'm sure it's been shattered. But uh... have you seen the new fancy u scans?
0: They got the the conveyor belt. We're like you. You they'll have a bagger for you. Like that's the part where it's off cause the U scan, like sometimes it can be a little cumbersome and you get the weight scale thing. You gotta be
1: careful. I worked third shift U scan for a year. I mean I, I know in and out U scan. I but, take it apart, whatever. It?
0: But now the U scan has a belt and it just like there's a little sensor and it's like sometimes it'll be like, No, 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 no. This something it's fancy. I'm I'm blown away. Your Kroger will blow you away. We're blown away and happy to be here, thanks to our friends at Kroger. And we were happy to talk to Mark Stoops today. Like, this was like, this was our first time uh, hanging out with the head honcho since I don't know. He kind of busted us up a little bit at football camp, but in like formal setting, he hasn't done interviews since what April?
2: Yeah, yeah spring in the spring practice.
0: And he talked about like we get like a week off before this, but like we're happy to have the chaos back. Like we like the we, we like the grind.
2: Yeah, they need to be in the storm. <laughs> uh, and you put Mark Stoops through a storm.
0: <laughs> Ooh, yeah.
2: What was going through Mark Stoops' head? Let's play like a little brain doctor. When you, if you haven't seen the clip already, go to Nick Roush's.
0: Yeah, it's it's a, it's on the KSR YouTube channel. We uh, on three. Let us use the table. And Stoops yes. was kind enough to talk with me for five minutes.
2: Roush pretty much asked. Stu, when is he just gonna go bald? <laughs> when are you coming home? When are you coming home? And uh, Mark, I don't think knew exactly what you were. Alluding See,
0: because it, it, it it's time to come home is a phrase that us Baldies use because we you just know like and it's 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 like we're it's a community the bald community yeah I, I know,
2: that's yeah. why I didn't understand it because he's not in the bald he, he's
0: yeah. he's getting there he's not and I think I mean it's it's getting there but here's here's the thing is like I've always known that like because max would love to just poke at him for his hair right and he's he's typically got the hats on but you can't make fun of a man's hair like that's like it that's something that's just not it's not kosher but if a bald man is saying it it's like well like he's already he's already down here you know (laughs) so it's like so I, mean, I I wish I could cling on to Mark Stoops's hair is what I'm saying. So I, I had to I had to throw him in a curveball because we, we, we ask all the questions all the time, right? Like yeah, we, yeah. we've asked him plenty. So I needed to have a goofball one. This is my one shining moment. My first ever, I've, I've been talking with Mark Stoops for 11 years, never had a one-on-one with him. And then I ask him like, so when are you shaving your hair, Mark? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Lucky well, just asked what was going through Mark Stoops' head. I'm more interested in what was going through your head. This is my moment. I'm at the On3 desk. There was an On3 producer, J.D. Piquel, very nice enough to text you, got it set up. Nick Roush, this is your moment. We get behind Stephen with the camera. We're all excited watching. What's Nick gonna do? And then you went way off script with that. And I was so proud I could have (laughs) cried. It was beautiful. He was so uncomfortable. It was the perfect question. I loved everything about it. The thing,
0: the thing I was more worried about is that was the only question I had prepared. The, the, I, I didn't know that that was going to happen until I mean they said he's going to be here in three minutes. So I said, well, time to figure out something to ask Mark about that he doesn't know. And then uh, Tony Neely gave me the. It's we only got five minutes, and he started the timer and was like, "Well, we got to hit the buttons." So there's thirty seconds. I'm like, all right, let's squeeze it. Let's let's do some football talk. But i got to have that last one. And Tony gave me the rap sign. And I asked him. And then somebody pointed out on Twitter that he probably thought I was talking about Awa.
2: Yeah, that's I, that was my first thought.
0: And then I gave him the look like... <laughs> oh,
2: you know what? I didn't even
1: read it. That's hitting me for the first time. Yeah. I was just so proud you were making a ball joke. I didn't consider other alternative
3: ways that could be interpreted.
0: It also tells me, too, Freddie, that his friends aren't making fun of his hair enough.
3: Yeah, no, they're not getting after him enough on the golf course. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, he had surgery, so, you know, he was out for a while.
3: I, got, I was scared of him, too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I got
1: a question about this this bald community and this, this coming home. Uh-huh. Like you said it, like we all are just supposed to know, but clearly you all have this thing in, in your bald circles and yep. your bald uh, subreddits. So, do you, is it how can, are you like you know? Mark suppers on the table, your street lights are on, mom's getting mad. Is it like <laughs> is this is? It's all about coming home
0: for you all. Is that what this is? That, well, and it's one of those things. It's it's all about acceptance. Okay, because I think that's the hard part is. You're holding on too long, and I had to have that moment uh, when my sister got married, and I saw the pictures afterwards. And I'd done the thing for a while. One of my best friends is a barber, and so I was like, "He'll, I've got bad hair, but he'll he'll keep me hanging on." Right? I'm not that bald. And then I saw the pictures from her wedding, and it was like, "It's time to come home." I gotta, I gotta join the crew. Uh, I first learned that from uh, maybe Mount Rushmore of bald guys, Scott Van Pelt. That, he's up there. That he, he's up there. We have quite the community down here, though, between <laughs> uh, Kubrick, uh Josh Pate is another uh, well known bald man down here, um, Paul Feinbaum. Paul
1: Feinbaum. Uh,
0: so, really, I mean, everybody knows that God made a bunch of beautiful heads and the rest he put hair on. So, like, that's, th- that's how we roll. Bald analytics. Ba- bald analytics. <laughs> bald analytics. Uh, the best part, too, was that. Uh, this all happened, what, 45, an, an hour before that I was sleeping in yes. the media room?
2: <laughs> Not just uh, a quick, you know, you do the. Catch yourself? Stone cold out.
0: Oh, I did the the old, um, like, you kind of, like, put yourself, uh, it's an old school trick where you yeah. kind of, like, try to get your shirt <laughs> to, like in your neck yeah to like hold your head up so you don't
2: <laughs> if the teacher would have been lecturing and you would have they, if you like, were in the first or second row they would have had no clue yeah
0: they're like i think his eyes were. i had my glasses on staring. too and my and my airpods in so it looks like i, I was <laughs> i didn't
1: realize this was so choreographed i thought it was just staying
2: out so late You're oh no I, I, sounds like a planned nap oh know? i
0: did this yesterday too <laughs> y'all just didn't notice
2: staring at sam Pittman and the whole room's laughing he's got he's talking about Drinking ham beer and, and bourbon too this much. Called yeah. up um, SEC Stat Cat Garth Brooks <laughs> <laughs> made a big joke about that, and the whole thing. Bryce is just
0: see. I heard all of that though, so I'm, it was a light sleep. It was a very light sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please, 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 yeah. Show the photo. Um,
1: I want to give you credit though. I mean, we're all very tired. But this man did his radio show at like 6 a.m. this morning. We're all up much earlier than we wanted to be, but 6 a.m. is extreme, and he's worked nonstop ever since. So he's allowed one Sam Pittman nap well, a day.
0: The worst, the worst realization to a tower earmuffs was <laughs> last night. I mean, it is we're watching the other morning host leave. Like, yeah, I beat him, and then I realized
2: I won the game. <laughs>
0: I got the Morning Post tomorrow too. <laughs> like, what the? <laughs> so that was that was a uh, it was a fun it was a fun morning, but it wasn't as fun as the guy the Ar- the guy who was at the bar wearing an Arkansas baseball jersey who didn't set his alarm and woke up at five fifty three for his six oh two radio show.
1: It's tough. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's a show, that's a show you're gonna need a lot of prep maybe a few coffees beforehand. sounds like he just rolled straight into that one.
0: Straight into it. Yeah. And at least last night I, I made the coffee in the pot. So I could just wake up and push the button. Um, but
1: I found that this morning and I, I get why they do it. And I wrote about this on the site. Like I know you want Saban there in the morning, get the buzz going. But us you know, moving a little slow, maybe not being our best selves, walking in that lobby and seeing those Alabama fans, just wasn't ready for them. I was, I, was not, I was not at 100%, and they were at 300%, and it was just the first thing we saw when we walked in those doors. But it's crazy how they turn out for Saban, and it's – I mean, it's crazier in Hoover, but the fact they're even up here in Nashville for him and just him walking around, there was a buzz when, when Saban was in the room.
2: Someone said, say there were some dogs in them. There were some dogs in them.
0: Yeah, we we had some. They got they got. Had
1: a running list of people that we were out with that were there this morning. I physically went up to them, shook their hands, said, "This has been noted. You're on my list, and the ones who aren't here are on the other list."
0: Oh man, just real troopers. Mm-hmm. They got that dog in them. Freddie Ring guy
3: didn't make it. No, he didn't. He's uh, with the hat, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's normally Drew. You missed that guy. Yeah, he's the real superstar. Alabama Nacho
1: gave me uh, his business card. That's the, the he was the main star this time. I mean, we, we're to the point that the the Bama fans at media day have business cards. That a merch store. We we had um,
0: who was the was it Raiders fans that gave us cards? They were super fans.
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
0: like that. That's
2: no, so, it was the Redskins guy or the Commanders fan. Or
0: what is that? Their...
2: The Commanders. Fan.
0: Yeah. Okay. They're, they're the, yeah, that's right. All right. Yeah. Uh, they changed their name so much. Uh, i i forgot who who they are but that's what that's what we need we need some kentucky fan who like is a cat who like does like the cats production and then they hand out their business cards because they're a super fan we need those
1: dancing guy would have been a good candidate in his prime to give out business cards Man, uh,
0: I, I was there when we had the to chef, that yeah great. that was i see him quite often yeah he still does but he's just he's not
1: yeah we can't do the that dancing guy anymore playing the song after that yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that's, that's another sport. But uh, speaking of super fans, RIP Harvey. We got a oh, uh, salute Christ to he. our guy Harvey, uh, one of a kind, uh, KSR superstar. Who the the belly button oil was just that. Uh, he had a lot of things, uh-huh. and I believe, like some of the aura stuff, dude. I I've been in the spirit world. I believe in that. I I can get behind that. I don't, the belly button thing. I I, I don't don't know. But that's why.
1: Lavender, I think, is what goes in the belly button. He said maybe, did he say Levis should do it? You know, it's just encouraging. Whoever it was, just a little lavender in the belly button will get you going. We'll miss that guy. Love those calls. I I hated not being able to be on the show when they were all uh, paying tribute to him, too, because Harvey, I mean,. It's hard to say we have a true number one, but when you're having that conversation, he's in it.
0: Yeah, it's embrace the bait. You yeah, know? like it, he's definitely in it. So um, rest in peace to a real one. Um, you did mention Will Levis, though, Drew, to, to bring it back to football. Mm-hmm. Um, not uh, Mark had some good remarks about Will Levis, especially with the local media. But I really liked that I haven't heard this take a ton like it. the Devin Leary's a better college quarterback than Will Levis. Instead we had Mark Stoops just describe how Devin Leary is, and the the buzzwords that he used, that's the that's the differentiator. Is he's just a different kind of quarterback than yeah. Will Levis is.
2: Ball placement, layering the football, command command, experience. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy who's played almost like two thousand almost two thousand snaps in college football like power five, legit big time college football. He's got Seven like his when he starts games, I believe he's got seven fifty winning percentage or something really high. He's just played a lot of football and it's it's just different than Will because it's not it's not all it's not maybe not the fastballs mm-hmm. and the, the the tight window throws that he can make, but it's more he's more hitting the singles and hitting the doubles. Maybe that they, they didn't hit a, a, with great efficiency in the last couple of years, so it's just different and just the command. That I think he has just from all that experience is really I think what he was trying to point out there.
1: I like to say there's also been some wild plays already. I mean, we know he's got wild plays. He's a great quarterback. But will is a lot of flash, a lot of highlights, and it sounds like Larry's already done a couple of his own too.
0: The thing that I I love about JJ Weaver is he's just completely honest. Like he doesn't even know how to like. He realizes it sometimes when he's saying it, and he's like, "Should I be saying this?" But like I. I gotta say it, I gotta be honest. F- like When, when I asked him, like, yeah, they talk about great defenses, you think Kentucky's the best team? How, how good is the Kentucky? He's like, we're top five defense. The numbers, I mean, we're top five defense. Brad White's number one defense coordinator. And I appreciated his honesty when I asked about Leary because, in theory, he's got chasing him in practice or dropping back and trying to make those tight windows from the throw through. And he's like, I didn't know he was that fast and how fast the ball gets out of his hand.
2: Yeah, to me, the, it was the processing, like, decision making. Yeah. Like, pre-snap, post-snap, seeing what defense is in and knowing the reads. Like, I think that's that's what you want to see, especially with a team that might have line issues, right, might have protection issues. Mm-hmm. You want a quarterback that's getting that ball, that that's seeing it and knowing where to go and getting the ball on time, accuracy, so you can create run to catch it.
0: He's comfortable out of the pocket moving around. And, like, when we – saw the few practices, and I don't even – Freddie, you might have a better terminology for it, but you know when they do the – their feet just aren't – their feet aren't doing what their feet are supposed to be doing, and he's just like
3: – Yeah, I mean, his off-platform throws, you know, I think – yeah. That's the word. Yeah, but yeah. I, I like Leary's uh, accuracy in the short to medium game. I think that's going to be an improvement of Levis.
0: I um, – you were an off-platform guy, right, rolling around.
3: Yeah. So you yeah, we didn't throw the ball, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was an off-platform scrambler. Does that count? Well,
0: and you probably look faster, too, with your hair blowing in the wind.
3: Yeah, yeah, actually, I did. I made a uh, my profile picture of the back of me with my mullet flowing and then Jerry Claiborne talking. That's great. So, yeah. yeah, one of my favorites. That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. Uh, the, the differences are obviously, like, it does feel like Leary is just a, not a completely, like he's not the antithesis of Levis, but they are just very different. It's something you're going to have to prepare for. Size alone. Yeah. I mean, just the way they look, but the good thing is, is they seemingly each came in as transfers and weren't just, this is my team now. Like it's very much a, we're, we're locker, they're locker room guys.
1: Yeah. I heard Eli Cox talk about this a lot. This is very subject. He was like, we're, Very hesitant. We know what Devin Leary did at NC State. We know he's an all-star quarterback, but we can't set a locker room where guys can just come in and it's their show. It's like Levis came in, he was the third QB. Now really people know, and you know, you're going to take it over. But when they walk in that room, they're just one of the guys. And naturally, you know, that picks up. And then both of those guys did it pretty quickly. But I found it very interesting, Eli talking about how they kind of have set a tone and don't want to make it to where, when Kentucky's doing so well in the portal, and they have, I and mean, we talk about it all the time. Stoops and Merrill kill it in the portal. Those guys can't just come in and it's their show. There still has to be that culture of these guys that have been here.
0: When Eli Cox talks, sometimes I'm just like, dude, you're so smart. Like what?
1: It, I really, I enjoyed all of them. I, I started with Ox today. Loved hearing from him. Weaver is huge now. Good seeing him. Yeah, He gave but it was really good hearing from pounds. And Eli too. It's just crazy seeing him at SEC media days. He came to a KSR remote with his dad one time before he was yeah, like in college. Was and it now, here? Uh, or Orlando, it Orlando, game. I yeah, believe. Yeah. But yeah, and then and here we are. And for him to be a media day when he committed wasn't very highly ranked. It's no. kind of a local kid, definitely taking a chance. I think a lot of people didn't even expect to play at all. Yeah. And he's on the stage representing UK at, at media days. I mean, that's that's a very huge cool. testament to what he's done.
0: The biggest lesson I learned from him, though, and I had heard some of this stuff. Um, but it backed it up when he said we kind of got in our own way. We bogged down the offense because it was too complex. And that's – Rich, get Yeah. Uh, Did got, you say uh,
1: what? Uh, Rich what?
0: Richmond. <laughs> Rich what? <laughs> but but that, <laughs> Ri- Coach Rich wouldn't – well. he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't um, for the lack of a better term, just dumb things down. you got to keep it simple, stupid. Like – People, like, if you don't know what you're doing, the playing won't work anyway. So everybody needs to be on the same page. And I think that that was Cohen's first order of business. Like, I get it now. When he came in in that opening press conference and he said that um, first order business is fixing offensive line, I think he had talked to some of those guys and he knew that that's what needed to be done that we have to simplify things. So yes, part of it is going and getting some good offensive tackles and the other part of it is also keeping this group as one. Like making them a cohesive unit that knows what the hell they're doing every time they, the ball snaps.
2: Well I mean we've talked about this but just get guys back to their natural position. is going to be huge. Deep. Cox and, and Horsey. And I think the, the appeal of Cohen coming back is When we saw his offense, and it was his, it wasn't McVay's, him running the show, it was very much, get the ball to your best players and get out the way. It was Mm -hmm. very much Chris Rodriguez running downhill, and it was getting the ball, or not excuse me, Wondell Robinson in space. I mean, that was the offense, and it had a huge year. Um, It wasn't, you know, we heard, I think, Kirby Smart and Zach Arnett talk about this, you know, and it is coach speak, but get, you know, get the best eleven players on the field, no matter who they are. But it's not just that. Is you know, if you've got studs, get the stud the ball. Like,
0: yeah, if yeah.
2: Brock Bowers is on my team. Get his ass to them. To <laughs> the ball. Like, let's not, like, don't overcomplicate it, and I think that's what we're gonna see here, here with uh, with. With, with Cohen and then with Le- – when you got – I think the exciting part about Leary is he can be a distributor, like what Freddie's talking about, that short to intermediate passing game, hitting the singles, hitting the doubles, and getting the ball to Dan Key, getting the ball to Barry on Brown in space. and like them,
0: get the ball to do. Barry on Brown and watch him run.
1: Yeah. And, and you mentioned it being too complex last year. I, I think they had a big problem with what Rich was was trying to teach them, and he's frustrated that they're not getting it. And instead of realizing they're not going to get it, let's simplify it a little bit. It's more of why aren't they getting this? Instead of coming down to them, he was wanting them to come up further, and they just they weren't getting there.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't working. Um, but, like, you also had to think about it, too. Not only natural positions, but just from a personnel standpoint. I mean, J.J.'s like, yeah. Marcus Cox, he's strong at the point of attack. And he's another guy. I mean, he's played a lot of football, Freddie. And, like, I don't – I don't think you can overstate experience, especially in the offensive line, because Jagger, Jagger's a world-class athlete, but Jagger was playing football in the SEC for the first time. Like, as a true – as a second-year player, that's not something that they ask for that often of Kentucky offensive line.
3: I somehow lost my voice I'm on that <laughs> yeah. true talk. Yeah. It, well, it, it,
1: I – You <laughs> getting that experience there. It's a little different than, <laughs> Jagger, we need you to jump in right now.
2: I know you're not quite ready, but here you go. Well, with, with Jagger – I mean, they were halfway through fall camp, and he probably wasn't expected to be a starter. They had all them injuries right, then they kind of had to play him and then when the horse he had to kick out, they didn't have a choice like he was i it's it kid, we need you to play here even if you weren't ready, so you hope you see that him take the, the next step and we've talked about center is i think more natural to him in a in a way because of how he can move laterally in this scheme that's gonna ask you to move laterally a lot. <laughs> Um, to climb to the second level, to reach guys in, in zone blocking scheme. So I think that's going to help. But, yeah, just I mean, the offensive line just getting some co- tackles that have played football Yeah, it should be an upgrade, we think,
0: and yep. it should be. Had more it, starts than the tackles that were starting to tackle last year. And
2: then uh, we've seen Eli Cox and Kenneth Horsey at right guard and left guard play good football in this conference. And so if that all comes together and we, you start seeing that the potential Jagger has – and the tackles just hold up, they should be they should be fine. And they, if, if they're fine, then that might be all you need. I know there's a lot of talk today about physical, physical, physical. I don't think for Kentucky to be their best, like this has to be a dominant offensive line. Like it just has to be serviceable so Leary can have protection so he can get the ball out to the well, perimeter. And they, so the runs run the can set up the pass. Right, right. Like, so, it, so you can set up the run, it, run. Yeah. yeah.
1: I like today, speaking about the run, when, uh, Someone asked about Ray Davis and Stoops pretended to not know how many yards he had last year and then was kind of corrected. No, he had even more than that on you list. <laughs> I thought that was a fun moment where Stoops learned that Davis got up to 128 or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and Stoops summed it up well. And I, I, I'm i there with him now. We're like, I've been – I'm convinced that they did enough on paper and schematically. Like, like this is – you you've 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 course corrected but you don't know until you know right like yeah we got to see it to in order to (laughs) truly believe it right like
1: and Stoops has been saying that since he's been here that's like his line he's like I we nobody knows until they get between those lines same thing
0: with the receivers like we had this conversation about receivers last year and it's like well I think Barry on Brown and Dainkey are awesome we got to see it and I mean we saw it you know so
1: that's, that's always been one of his things. It's fun talking about him, but I'm not putting up anybody too high until I get them on the field and play real football. Oh,
0: but uh, I, did, I did like some of the moments of levity with Mark Stoops, though. He had uh, another one where, you know, our, our boy Lonnie asked him a question, and he was kind of paraphrasing JJ. And they're talking about letdowns. And I think Lonnie said, given up or something like that, or they just didn't show up to play. And Mark's like, that was your phrase. That's not mine. If somebody said that about me, I mean, it's like talking about my mama. You know, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I liked that line of thinking, and I also liked, um, I liked hearing though the he gets the Bob and Mike questions all the time, but the part where you really like I felt it for the first time was when they asked about his nephew Drake Stoops, Bob's son, who's tied in for Oklahoma, and he's he's pretty darn good tight end if I'm not mistaken. Lucky. Receiver, yeah, yeah. But and and it's it's been as he would put it, kind of up and down. But I could feel the older, protective uncle. The like, we're proud of him, and we care more about like how he does this. Like I, I just I hadn't heard that side of Mark Stoops that much before.
2: Yeah, you got to hear kind of um, his guard was dropped when he answered that. Right, right. And we so- got, well, and that's how. Like the, the
0: stoopses, they've been in front of cameras forever. They know how to finesse. Yeah. So like but getting this, you got like that's the stoopses. Like that's the youngstown that you don't mess with. Don't mess with.
1: He dropped another blue collar today, always emphasizing I like to he said, We're still gonna flash and get you y'all's points, but we're gonna be blue collar. Right. That is yeah. not changing. He
2: did have that he did have that quote about playing physical, gotta get back to that. If we're gonna do anything or succeed in this league, they have to be physical. And then with that, then we can be cute and score points. Spoken yeah. like a true yeah. defensive yeah. head coach. Yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> um, I, J.J. had a
0: line, and that's one of those things where I'm remembering things that I forgot to write about that I'm going to write about tomorrow. That So you're going to see that on the site. But uh, J.J. would talk about how they were playing. Um, he didn't say patty cake. He used another phrase I never – pity patty? Yeah, yeah. pity patty. I, I don't hear pity-patty a lot, um, but I, they they admitted that they weren't, like, yeah, we, we weren't always bringing it ready to fight people. they got to get back to being blue-collar, and the one thing that doesn't have a blue-collar are bird-dog shorts. They've got a nice liner in them. That's very comfortable. It's stylish, and they're usually it's usually a different color.
1: How long have you been sitting on that one? But
0: they but they do, they do not have <laughs> a blue just color.
1: Different. Let's take the conversation, which is the Stoops interview. We're gonna go way over here.
0: This is old school KSR football okay. podcast. I feel like we're right. We're 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 really grooving. We're Mo- early. yeah. And the burdock shorts are wonderful. They're stylish. You're rocking some now. They're very comfortable. Here, show your show your butt um, off. It's your
3: so
0: I mean, you you already showed off your butt on Twitter uh the liner that's really comfortable <laughs> they've got lots of uh pockets lots of like hidden compartments it's like your head your your airpods or whatever you can tuck in there oh and then you don't have to worry about your keys falling out because that is uh anxiety inducing bird dogs they're going to take care of you Use the promo code KSR at checkout or visit birddogs.com slash KSR and you're gonna get hooked up with an awesome Yeti tumbler that I was kicking myself for leaving at home. There's always one thing on a road trip that you forget to pack, and mine was my bird dog's tumbler. Well,
1: I-, I think Freddie did a good touch with bird dogs when he took a picture of us on the roof, and I just have my hand in the elastic. I think Freddie forgot to check how everyone looked in the photo. Not a flattering look for your boy right here, but it did make my bird dogs look good showing off how these were. I'd say
0: it's always pretty flattering when you're rocking bird dogs.
1: True. So I guess I did look great, but me, where my hand placement was in the photo wasn't great.
0: Not ideal, but it's always an ideal time, an ideal day when you're rocking bird dog shorts. Promo code KSR or birddogs.com slash KSR. We're big fans of bird dogs here on the KSR football podcast. Um, I was also a big fan of. Actually I wasn't. I was a big fan of all the Sunbelt guys asking Billy Napier questions today. And he's like saying hi to the the guys in Louisiana and like it's just a good reminder. Like Sunbelt Billy is one of the best nicknames you could give. Like it's it's such a great slap in the face.
1: He had a good turnout of Florida fans too. I don't know where they came from, but they, they rolled strong to see Billy Napier for the team that's gonna be picked sixth in the SEC East here on Friday.
0: We were hanging out with SEC Mike and they did uh, on that SEC podcast, they did a show at a bar on Saturday mm-hmm. and uh, they were feeling rough on Sunday afterwards because they, had, they were hanging out with all their fans. And what it is, is Nashville, so many people move here, there's just every kind of fan That's base true. is here. That makes sense. You know?
1: Florida, yeah, they're, just, they're just a different breed. You mentioned you're a fan of that, but you started to say you weren't a fan of something. I was not a fan of something. I'm glad the internet had their fun with JJ Weaver's six fingers, but just watching him have to do that whole thing again. Wait until the combine. People just finding out. They're like, "Oh my! Everybody, get over! Here. You got to see this." Look at the look this at the guy, circus freak. This guy's on his way or at SEC media days to represent UK, and I know he's used to it. And it is we we did it when he first got UK. I get it, but it was just that became the conversation. Wait until the me. combine.
0: Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be rough with the combine, but at least like the way like JJ uses it to preach a story about I mean being different is cool like if you're being bullied as a kid like it's fine
1: he got really personal about mental health today too because he went through a lot losing his dad and his injury and he talks about how he loves to share his story to help other people I mean this is obviously the biggest media stuff JJ's ever done, but it's really neat to see him be so open about that where I'm, I'm sure these guys are terrified on these stages with cameras all around them. And he got very personal today about things.
0: Oh, I mean like Mark Stoops had to help him find a therapist. Like they, they, they like they worked together to find somebody that he could use as an outlet. And in this day and age, like that's very, yeah, we need we need like somebody, so somebody, everybody needs somebody to talk to. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't matter if you're a six foot four, two hundred and fifty five pound outside linebacker. Which, by the way, Freddie, you were right. He's he's enormous. I, I don't know what that dude was eating this off season. I, he, I've gained twenty five pounds a year in college, but it wasn't the JJ Weaver twenty five pounds.
1: You know, when Stoops was asked what he feeds him, he, he didn't throw anything out for the food, but he did say the Josh Allen word and just you don't want to compare someone to Josh Allen but just hearing stoops say that out loud when talking about JJ Weaver and some potential of just a, a a leap he could make in that year that got me very excited
0: my ears it's like uh it's like when you see a chipmunk or a squirrel like a squirrel or like the little meerkats at the zoo and their heads turn real quick like that's what I feel like if you throw the Josh Allen word around you know
1: same way
0: um and I'm not going to put those expectations on him. But it would be nice to get more pass rush out of him because that's the one. Like, look, at the, he's he's not a – he was kind of – Jordan Wright was the stats guy and J.J. was the kind of solid guy that would set the edge and was good in the run game. Mm-hmm. So we, you need this year to get a little bit more out of J.J. from a production standpoint.
2: Yeah, it's payday in a lot of ways for J.J. Yeah. This is his year. they got to cash in. For me, we just haven't seen him healthy. Yeah. You know, he, he he tears up his knee Thanksgiving weekend in the COVID year. He comes back probably – I mean, he came back really early. Way too early because he, he had He was, had, he was he had a to. shell of himself at that point. And then last year, I mean, you turn on the Florida tape, he was borderline dominant. And then he gets hurt the next week on it, the first possession it, on a freaky – Elbow you know, thing. Hyper extends his elbow. So then he has to play through that all season. So we really just want to, like, to me, like, get, get a full healthy year on J.J. Weaver – and I think you'll see some of that habit production in a full season. I'm not sure, he's he's not Josh Allen as a pass rusher. Like, he's not going to be able to bend the edge and turn the corner like that. But he can be a real threat as just a heavy-handed striker there that can really have some force running the ball, and I think, or in the run game. And then adding that weight, I think, is going to help him because he is, to me, A power player, like that's where his real strength is, is running. His strength is in his strength. He's running through a dude's face, right? The standard is the standard. And so, yes. So, to me, it's like him staying, staying healthy, and being a playmaker for Kentucky. What day is it? Hump Day.
0: The day that I'm forgot the morning post, so that <laughs> I mean like, that that's very much like I forgot that today was going to be Wednesday. So um, tomorrow's Thursday. We got a few more. Um, I, I asked Ox a question about Ox, and I, it was it did not land the way that the bald one did because I mean Radcliffe ain't exactly like you're not living on a farm like it's yes. but like it's it's rural, but it's not farmland. But I was like, your name's Ox. Surely you've seen an ox at some point, like right? No, never, never been around an ox. What are we doing? We gave Benny Snell a flaming baseball bat. Let's get Ox riding a freaking ox, you know? Like
1: uh, we need to. If it gets to that point, he needs some some promotion for anything. We're definitely Ox riding an ox into the stadium. That that needs to happen.
2: <laughs> y'all remember when Gamo of the, big, the big drum? We'll just have a big ox out there, paint it, paint it blue. Y'all remember when Gamo rode the motorcycle in the stadium? Yes.
1: Um, Vaguely.
2: Yeah, he
0: did. The, I, he, I don't think he did. That was just like league. a spring game or a fan yeah, day or something. Before, that wasn't like
2: a real game, was it?
0: No, that was like the home opener. And that was against <laughs> really? middle or you know, it was against no nobody, right? Like, uh, oh, but yeah. he rode the motorcycle in, and I was like, this is ten year old kid. It was freaking awesome, you know? when they played. When the
1: game started. That, might, that was their good year, though. That was
0: a good year then? Okay, then you maybe that team was team. the the
1: seven and five year when they couldn't
0: or I still think they the, go the Bluegrass game. Miracle year. Yeah, yeah.
1: Still think motorcycle. We need to. I I think twelve and zero. If you're riding a motorcycle in the year, you got to be there.
0: Or, I mean, motorcycles and college football coaches—they don't mix. Ask, ask our guy Bobby Petrino. Um, We'll
1: see the Arkansas guys later. I'm sure they're right where we left
0: them. Man, the Arkansas guys really are kindred spirits. I was just disappointed. I mean, the whole media contingency was wearing Hawaiian shirts, and I'm like, guys, come. Between us, how many do we own? Oh. That's all, that, those are all my nice shirts. I have like, uh, like my, my, uh, I'm going to work nice clothes, and then I have my fun nice clothes. All of the fun nice clothes are Hawaiian shirts.
1: Same here. I can't believe we didn't get the memo. Next year in Dallas, KSR Hawaiian shirts.
2: And we'll have Texas in there next year. And that is, it's not Alabama, but they'll have a who's who of media folks. We there. get to, we get to keep horns down too. Yes, uh, John McDay confirmed. As long as you're not doing it straight in your face.
0: You can't just like horns down in your face, Freddie, but you can horns down. But
2: after like a big play or a touchdown,
0: you can horns down. You have been to Dallas,
2: Freddie?
3: I've not been to Dallas, no.
0: What about Austin or Texas Stadium or anything? You no, ever do? No, I've
3: never been there. Yeah. No.
0: That, it's going to have potential. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, really far away. <sighs> but new SEC, it just means more. I don't know if it means more podcasting, yeah, though.
1: Texas, that's good. Oh yeah, well, it just means more Kroger. Do they pick Media Day locations based on Kroger? Or is it, okay, just, yeah, I you
0: gotta sure. gotta have one within it walking seems, distance. Well,
1: I see why they would do it, but I, I wasn't sure if that was true. Well,
0: that's why we picked the House Hotel here because it's close to Kroger. In
1: Joyland, we getting another burger tonight. No oh, free wow. shoutouts, but we had some good late night burgers over here in East they Nashville. They were good. Tyler always talks about East Nashville, and, and I've driven through it, but I've never like. Lived in it, you know. Well, this this is our residence for a few days. And it's also one of those things
0: too. Like I talk up my neighborhood, but like to an outsider, I know it's not as good as I say <laughs> it is. But like, no, Tower was right. Like East yeah. Nashville, pretty cool.
1: Really like it. Yeah, uh, we haven't made it over to our pizza spot, and probably won't because this is just nonstop. But I, I really liked the area and had fun with what we have been able to do.
0: I feel like that's gonna have to be like the the meal on the way out. One the like, ride. yeah, because we've just been eating free food the whole time. It's like okay, I can, I can. Get a piece of pizza. Get a slice.
1: I might get one of those hot dogs out of Freddie's bag here in a minute. And <laughs> eat that if I get hungry. Ooh,
0: well, we need to get out of here. with The gas, the tank's We're not done age. yet.
2: One more day. We're Stay tuned.
0: <laughs> we really did. We, did. <laughs> we really did leave at like nine. Came back here and then went back out. <laughs>
1: It's been a remarkable performance. We've also been working for now 13 hours straight. So I feel like we have earned this cold beer that we're about to get before the sleep we're about to get. I'm not
0: going to drink hams, though. I can't be burping. can't be burping all night.
1: I I caught one of your burps. What kind of beer do you think
0: hams is? It's it's probably a Pittsburgh thing, right? If that's – or no, it's Oklahoma then.
2: Well, he was asking. The guy was from Memphis, so I thought it might have been like a West Memphis or Arkansas, like like that area local? local beer.
0: Ooh, when I, when I think of, like, just, like, the cheap beer that, like, only your great-uncle drinks. And like,
2: is it, like, a Sterling-type beer, see, or do we think it's, like, an IPA beer? I was craft thinking it was, like,
0: beer. a Stroh's.
2: That's what I was saying, like you know, a Sterling. Yeah, 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 where it's, like, eh. Like a PBR-style beer. Well, yeah. if you
1: don't need to know the name, the region, the can... You look at Sam Pittman
2: and you know what that beer tastes like. Oh, he rules! That dude absolutely rules.
1: <laughs> and he's not getting. May I have your your tropical hazy IPA with an orange nope. slice? No, no, man just wants a cold beer.
0: When he, when Gar- when Clark Brooks said his name and Sam was like, Garth Brooks, <laughs> yeah, Like he he like his ears perked up because you know. If you've ever seen their viewpoint, like, it's bright lights. Like, they can't see anything out there. Mm-hmm. They got all the lights on them, so he was probably like, nobody told me Garth was going to be here. <laughs> uh, all right, we got to end the show. We're doing the KSR football podcast thing. It's well past our bedtime. Um, <laughs> hey, see y'all.
1: Bye.